Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where there's a growing number of leaders who are becoming more and more convinced that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. You know, oftentimes on this podcast, I speak to the head, giving you new frameworks or perspectives or information, but today I want to speak more toward the heart. The more I talk with leaders, the more tired and weary they seem, especially in this season. The leaders have been taking a beating. Leaders are looking at, uh, leaders are looked at with more scrutiny than seemingly ever before. And many leaders have admitted to me that they are afraid to take risks. They're tempted to play it safe, to not stick their necks out for fear of being canceled or shunned or mocked or cut off at the knees. I'm growing more and more convinced that we, what we need in this season, arrested leaders, and courageous leaders. Well, as it's been said before, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. The same could be said of leadership. Leaders often know what to do, but oftentimes we don't follow through or do it. Why is this? I truly believe that one of the main contributing factors to this is good old-fashioned lack of courage to push us through to the other side. So I want to ask you a question. What would it look like if you increased your level of courage in your leadership by just 5% in the next week? Not by 100%, not by 50%, not even 20%, but just increased your leadership courage by just 5% in the next week or even the next month or even this fall season. Now, I've been asking this question frequently in coaching sessions with leaders. And let me be clear, this is not about some Hollywood approach to courage where we just try harder. Many leaders are trying as hard as they can and they're exhausted. So instead of trying harder, I propose that we instead think about when it comes to courage, preparing more purposefully. I want to offer seven ways that you can prepare in order to draw on your courage and leadership and see that grow by just 5%. So let's look at those seven together here today. Number one, is to make sure that we possess a proper understanding of courage. Now, let's be clear. Courage is not the absence of fear. In many cases, this is utterly impossible. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's doing the right thing, acting, even in the midst of fear. Courage is the mastery of fear, not the elimination of it. Let me say that again. Courage is is the mastery of fear, not the elimination of it. And courage is not just something that that happens in the dramatic moments of life. There's an often shared quote by Pastor Chuck Swindoll who said, courage is not limited to the battlefield or the Indianapolis 500 or bravely catching a thief in your house. The real tests of courage are much quieter. They are the inner tests, like remaining faithful when nobody's looking, like enduring pain when the room is empty, and like standing alone when you're misunderstood. So for order for us to grow in courage, we've got to be clear about what courage is about. Number two, to carve out time and space to process our fears. If courage is not the absence of fear, but right action when fear is present, then we have to have the time and space to sit with those fears that we have. No, it's not fun, but being able to do so is where we grow. We have to have the time and the courage to name those fears in an unrushed way. 
And this can be done through silence or journaling. This can be done while you're thinking while you're on a run or sitting with another trusted friend, uh, a spouse, a family member, a coworker, a counselor, or a spiritual director or coach. We have to name them. Have you named your fears? If you have, you know that when you, that naming things has a way of taming things. If you can clearly name the fears, somehow it diminishes its power. The third thing is to clarify the purpose of your leadership, to develop a long-term vision. I don't know if you ever thought about that. What is the goal of your leadership? Not what leadership goals do you have, but in your own life as a leader, what are your goals for your own development and growth? I love what New York Times columnist David Brooks talks about when he talks about the difference between resume virtues and eulogy virtues. Are you after impressing others? with your accomplishments in a long resume of your experiences, education, and successes? Or are you more interested in investing in something larger than yourself to serve others? Things that will be shared about at your funeral. Clarify the purpose of your leadership. And I hope that there are more eulogy virtues than there are resume virtues. We live in a culture that loves resume virtues, but does not spend the time it needs to think about eulogy virtues. May you and I be leaders who are marked by eulogy virtues. Number four, look for ways, even small ways, to work out your courage muscle. Yep, courage is like a muscle. If you are just starting out, you can't walk up to the weight bench at the gym and pick up a 30-pound dumbbell. You have to start with the two, the, the, the two or the five-pound dumbbell. And as you begin to work that muscle and it grows, you can work down the bench. And we can do this daily in a thousand small ways. I love what Eleanor Roosevelt said. She said, do something every day that scares you. Do something every day that scares you. So what are you doing today that will scare you, even if just a little bit, even if nobody knows? Maybe it's just an internal scare for you to reach out. But look for ways, even small ways, that you can work your courage muscle. Number five, engage in postmortems and back-end learning. Before we run to the next thing on our list, just pause. Look back on what you just did and ask, what did I learn about that risk that I took? What do I need to celebrate by just the fact that I exerted enough courage in this situation to try? And how am I different because of it? Take the time to look back. As I've shared on this podcast before, good leaders engage in action, reflection, action. Don't rush off to the next thing without asking, what learning did I do? Number six, reward yourself when you act with courage. Reward yourself. Yes, when we step out in courage, we need to experience the benefit of acting courageously, and we need to celebrate that. It's, it could be treating yourself to a candy bar or just under your breath saying, boy, at a girl or reflecting upon what you did in your journal with healthy pride. Maybe you tell someone else who knows you well enough to know you aren't bragging, you're just simply sharing something you're excited about with other people, which is what joy is, right? We have to share joy with other people. Reward yourself, celebrate in some way when you act with courage. And then number seven, ask yourself, where might I take the next courageous step? Think about the next potential risk or risks that you can take, big or small. Yep, you can plan for some of those. Not all of them, but you can prepare. You can plan. You can think about your next move. 
Maybe it's simply, maybe the most courageous thing you can do right now with how hard things are is to simply get out of bed in the morning and show up to work when you don't want to. That is courage. Or maybe it's to risk vulnerability. Maybe it's to stop avoiding the tough conversation with that person at work and to actually address the issue now. Maybe it's apologizing to someone, or maybe it's encouraging a colleague or showing emotion. Maybe it's being completely honest. Or maybe there are bigger elements. Maybe it's time to quit your job and start that business or begin that side hustle that you've been wanting to do for years or naming your organization's elephant on your team. Again, cultivate courage in your life by just 5% by possessing a proper understanding of courage, carving out time and space to process your fears, clarifying the purpose of your leadership to develop a long-term vision, to look for ways, even small ways, to work your courage muscle, to to engage in post-mortems and back-end learning, to reward yourself when you act with courage, and to ask yourself, where might I take the next courageous step forward? As Winston Churchill so famously said, success is not final, failure is not fatal, It is the courage to continue that counts. Well, thanks for joining me today. And thanks, as always, to Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Joel produces all of these wonderful podcasts. Thanks so much, Joel. To know more, you can visit his website for all of his podcast and video production needs. Onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, the world needs more courageous leaders. The world needs you to be a courageous leader today. Work that courage muscle. Step out and see if you can improve your courage capacity by just 5% in the next week. 